0: Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Saturday, December 30th. We mourn the loss of 2003 Indy 500 winner De Ferran, who has passed away at age 56, and we'll discuss Real Madrid's final play for Kylian Mbappe. Plus, we delve into the arrest of Colt's ogletree on domestic violence counts and celebrate Beal's return, helping the Suns win their second game in a row. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. We have some sad news to report from the world of motorsports. Gil Ferran, the 2003 Indianapolis 500 winner and holder of the closed course land speed record, has died at the age of 56. Helena, our motorsports expert, is here to help us understand the impact of this loss. Helena,
1: can you tell us more about Ferran's legacy? Absolutely, Stephen. Gil de Ferran was a titan in the world of motorsports. He was a two-time IndyCar champion, and his victory at the Indy 500 in 2003 was a highlight of his career. He also held the closed-course land speed record, a testament to his skill and daring as a driver. He was a beloved figure in the sport, known not just for his accomplishments on the track, but also for his character off it. And his death came quite suddenly, correct? Yes, Stephen. Ferran was racing with his son at the Concours Club in Florida when he suddenly said he wasn't feeling well. He later suffered a fatal heart attack. It's a tragic loss for the motorsports community, and our thoughts are with his family and friends at this time.
0: Ferran was a significant figure in motorsports, but he also had a significant impact off the track as well, correct?
1: Indeed, Stephen. Ferran was a mentor to many in the sport, and he continued to contribute to motorsports even after his racing career ended. He was rehired at McLaren as a consultant in May, and he had been the sporting director of McLaren's effort to qualify Fernando Alonso for the 2019 Indy 500. His loss will be deeply felt within the motorsports community. It's clear that de Ferran's
0: legacy will continue to live on in the world of motorsports and shifting gears to the world of football. As the January transfer window approaches, rumors are swirling throughout Europe. Top among these is Real Madrid's last-ditch effort to sign Paris Saint-Germain forward, Kylian Mbappé. Helena, what can you tell us about this potential move?
1: Well, Steven, Real Madrid is reportedly preparing to make a fresh approach to sign Mbappé in January. The 25-year-old is entering the final six months of his deal and clubs outside of League One will be able to sign him without a transfer fee on a pre-contract agreement. However, Madrid has given him a mid-January deadline to decide whether he wants to make the switch to the Santiago Bernabeu. And if Mbappe doesn't accept the offer,
0: what's Madrid's plan?
1: If Mbappe doesn't accept the offer, Madrid will reportedly withdraw their interest and focus on other options. Mbappe has been a key player in Ligue 1 this season, contributing to 20 goals in 18 matches, but his future remains uncertain.
0: Moving on to other transfer news, Arsenal has reportedly turned down an inquiry for striker Edin Ketia from Crystal Palace. What's the story there?
1: Crystal Palace was reportedly interested in the 24-year-old as they look for reinforcements to their attack. However, Arsenal has informed them that there are no plans to part ways with Nketiah during the January transfer window.
0: In other news, Manchester United has placed VFB Stuttgart striker Serhau Guirassy at the top of their transfer wish list. What can you tell us about this potential move?
1: Manager Eric Ten Hag is reportedly keen to add a goal scorer to his squad – And he sees the 27-year-old garassi as a strong fit for his tactical system. Garassì has a release clause in his contract that can be activated for 18 million pounds.
0: And finally, Tottenham Hotspur is reportedly stepping up plans to sign a new
1: defender. Who are they looking at? Spurs are reportedly looking to complete a deal for a new centre-back by next week, with Nice's Jean-Claire Tadibo at the top of their shortlist. They're also considering Genoa's Radu Dragasin as an alternative. Tadebo has also been linked with Manchester United, while Dragason has been in impressive form this season in Serie A.
0: In NFL news, Indianapolis Colts tight end Drew Ogletree was arrested on Friday on allegations of domestic violence. Ogletree, a 2022 sixth round pick, was charged with two level six felonies. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this further. Helena, what more can you tell us about this situation?
1: Well, Stephen, according to state records, Ogletree's charges include domestic violence committed in the presence of a child less than 16 years old and domestic battery resulting in moderate bodily injury. The Colts acknowledged the situation in a statement, stating they are aware of the allegations, have notified the NFL, and are gathering more information.
0: The arrest reportedly stemmed from an incident on Tuesday evening. Can you provide more details on that?
1: Yes, Stephen. The Avon, Indiana Police Department, reported that officers were dispatched to a residence due to a domestic disturbance between Ogletree and a woman. The woman was found in an upstairs bedroom in pain, alleging that Ogletree body slammed her to the ground during an argument. The confrontation reportedly took place while Ogletree's young son was in the home. That's quite
0: disturbing. And what happened after the police were called?
1: The woman was transported to the hospital, and after further investigation, an arrest warrant was issued for Ogletree on Thursday. He turned himself into the Hendricks County Jail on Friday.
0: The Colts are in the middle of the AFC playoff race and have a key game against the Las Vegas Raiders this Sunday. What does this mean for Ogletree's eligibility to play?
1: At this point, Stephen, it's unclear whether Ogletree will be eligible to play. The second-year tight end has played in 12 games this season, catching nine passes for 147 yards and two touchdowns. But given the seriousness of these charges, his future with the Colts and in the NFL overall could be in question.
0: Indeed, it's a serious situation in European football, and we'll have to wait and see how this unfolds. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now, let's bounce over to NBA news, where the Phoenix Suns handed the Charlotte Hornets their 10th consecutive loss with a 133-119 victory. Devin Booker led the Suns with 35 points, and Bradley Beal returned to the court after missing five games due to a sprained ankle.
1: Helena, what stood out to you in this game? Well, Steven, this game was a display of the Suns' offensive firepower. They shot an impressive 60% from behind the arc, with Booker going 5 of 7 from three-point range. Kevin Durant also had a solid game with 21 points and 11 assists, but the return of Bradley Beal was a significant boost for the Suns. He contributed four assists in the first quarter alone, setting the tone for the Suns' victory.
0: It seems like Beal's return had a positive impact on the team's performance. What did he bring to the game?
1: Beal's return certainly added depth to the Suns' offense. He finished with seven assists, six points, and three rebounds in 30 minutes. His presence on the court seemed to energize the team, and his selfless play was praised by Suns coach Frank Vogel, who said it's a sign of a team that has a chance to be special. Despite the loss, Terry Rozier had a standout performance for the Hornets, didn't he? Absolutely, Stephen. Rozier scored 42 points on 14 of 21 shooting, including 8 of 11 from three-point range. He also had a team-high eight rebounds. However, the Hornets were missing key players LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward due to injuries, which certainly didn't help their cause.
0: Looking at the Suns, this win marks their first back-to-back victories since their seven-game winning streak ended in late November. What does this mean for the team moving forward?
1: Steven, this could be a turning point for the Suns. They've had a rough patch since their winning streak ended, going 3-9. But with Beal back and the team showing strong offensive performance, they could be gaining momentum. It's also worth noting that this was only the second time that the Suns' big three of Booker, Durant, and Beal played a full game together. Their chemistry could be a game changer moving forward.
0: Indeed, it will be interesting to see how the Suns capitalize on this victory. And as we continue to follow these developments, that wraps up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.